Grand rising, everyone. Natalie coming to live. Spirit and coffee. Got my coffee here. Mm, it's so yum. Okay. So we're supposed to have a guest on today, and hopefully she will show up soon. Um, and she's going to be doing live on Facebook. So if you guys want to check that out, you can go to Spirit and Coffee Talk. And you can take a look at that. <laughs> live video or you can just of course stay on here which is through the podbean um or through the podcast live so um good morning how are you <laughs> good it's good to see you on here so do i call you poetic here <laughs> um and good morning betty good morning everybody so yeah it's been some time since i've been on you know i i kind of been on hiatus I think that these past couple of years have been kind of um, a whirlwind of crazy uh, I'm trying to figure out what my next move is um, and it's kind of interesting because I don't think anybody kind of knows right now right and uh, nobody really kind of understands what the transition is going to be because we just don't know humanity itself doesn't even know what's going on okay and um and it's a weird time for everybody and that's okay um it's actually normal to feel this way um because nobody knows even science can't explain what's going on nobody can and so i always tell people if people tell you they know um run the opposite direction because they have no clue and neither do i and the rest of the world so we're all just trying to figure out what is the next phase now it's going to be critical for us to learn to claim what our next phase is what does that mean how do we start to reclaim what is next for our life and that's important um and here's the deal if we don't claim what we what is ours in this next phase somebody else is wants to be in your video oh somebody else <laughs> betty do you want to be in my video <laughs> i don't know if you did that on purpose somebody else is going to dictate to us what is next okay and so um, we're really trying to say, okay, so how do I how do I take a grip into what is next for me? And so that is why I am we have to take back our power. Absolutely. What is our power? That's the question. Um, and that that's the big thing. So, you know, having people come on here, um, I'm in a great program, as you guys know, consciousness and transformative studies, where I have a group of individuals who are doing the great work and we all understand that there's not a, a one particular narrative that's sort of dictating where we should go next um people are looking for the narrative and we have people going back to the mystical um the mystics to describe what is happening in the world and they're like oh what they were saying is correct and so science is now uh, seeking the the words um are the expression or the storytelling that was given to us ages ago because storytelling is part of our existence and and being in the dream world is part of that narrative and that story that we all have so um with these individuals that um you know i'm in class with or whatnot um have invited them to come because they are all trying to create a narrative or to understand the narrative or to reincorporate narratives or old narratives 
the, the storyteller, right, basically is what's needed. Um, visioning, and we need people to be innovative and to be able to connect to the, the storyline. Well, we don't really have a story at this point, and I think that's where things are going kind of crazy, wonky, right? Good morning, Dennis Baker. How are you? Radio Projects. <laughs> it's been a while. Um, and so hopefully Riley will show up. She says she's ready. She just needs to get on here. I don't know what she's doing. <laughs> Uh, that's hilarious. Um, and you know, um, hopefully she will get on here. I don't know what she's doing. Let's see if I can change real quick to this and just tell her you have to get on. <laughs> okay, guys. I don't know what she's doing. Um, so, um, and I do test runs, but I maybe come up with a better way to um, have guests on here because, you know, I think with uh, Podbean, it's it's pretty simple for those who are Podbean listeners and um, know how to call in. But for someone who's a guest and is not on Podbean, it, it tends to be kind of difficult to get them all set up to do this for some reason. And then to be a guest, you have to be on your phone. So, who knows, maybe another platform or something. Um, I do know that as we are transitioning into this new phase that the things have to change, right? Nothing stays the same. And if we continue to stay stagnant and not moving, um, we don't grow and we start to corrode. And that's why change is so important and transformation is so important. But is it easy? No, it's not, right? We, I say this all the time. It's not easy to shift and change. We, we wanna hold on to the old and things just are not going to go back to the same it's just not we're, we're moving in a different direction um and we like as political saying got to reclaim our power how do we do that what does that even mean what is our power and it's really understanding who you are and what we went through for these past couple years is really a spiritual battle to really reignite the internal essence of who you are Okay, so the internal essence of who you are, right, is that internal, um, it's like they call it the acorn theory, which is what I like, and and um, James Hillman, um, I kind of like his work, and I think I'm going to start springing off his work. I don't really follow many people, um, you know, sometimes I see uh, their work is doesn't really align, but his, I feel um aligns with how i kind of see the world which is it's an acorn the seed was already planted the seed was already there and that seed is just longing to sprout and come out and we the conditioning of society has not allowed us to do that well now we're at a place where people are starting to remember right they're starting to recognize their seed they're starting to recognize the essence that lives within them and it's like almost painful not to go in the direction that you want to now. And we can see that happening. People don't want to go back to the nine to five. People are tired of living in this, you know, mechanistic, mechanical world, knowing that there's something more in them, that they, they have more potential than just, you know, the grind, get up and grind and then go home. There's something more there, right? They fed us, they fed a uh, food, they spoon fed us, I always say that backwards, spoon fed us 
you know, this mechanistic worldview that doesn't really align with the human potential. It doesn't align with it, but they don't want your full potential to be recognized because then you wouldn't be a machine in their will. You would just, you know, you're another cog in the will. We all are. And we are making this big machine work, but we're not machines. And we're realizing that. And I think that's what happened, you know, for the last couple of years is that, you know, we are no longer in that. Um, so Riley, um, you have to go. Sorry about this, you guys. So maybe she'll figure it out. If not, we'll have her on another day. Um, because some people are not a hundred percent up on the technology piece. Um, but I've been off and I've been off trying to discover and rediscover who am I, what is, what's inherently inside of me that I want to create. Um, it's different. It's going to show up different. It's, it's not the same. I'm not the same. And, you know, when I started spirit and coffee, I was a different person and now I'm something different. Right. And I've, evolved into something different now the internal essence or the acorn theory is that the essence and the potential has always been there it's always been inherently in me um and it's just been ready to sprout now what does that really mean because we feel like we're living authentically i've always said i live authentically and i do i follow my essence i follow what god tells me to do and it leads me on these crazy journeys but now I've kind of peeled back the layers, right, even more. And then when the, the pandemic hit and all the chaos and all the whatever you want to call murk started to stir up within family dynamics and everything like that, you start to re-question how true to yourself have you been? How authentic have you been to your internal being? And let's see, Riley. No, I don't see you in here. So, um, how true have you been? Good morning, Nightfire. Hey, Rock. And that's the question. I don't know. How true have you guys been? I mean, you guys can answer or not answer, but how true have you been to your authentic internal self? Have you stayed true to it or not? And what are you finding out about yourself now that things have sort of calmed down? Like the storm has kind of passed, right? Well, there's still kind of this, they're still trying to, muster up more storms, right? And all these diseases and all this stuff that, you know, it's part of life. And we know that. But now that all this is stirring up, and maybe you started to disconnect from your family, maybe you've had some issues with friends that you absolutely love. And now you guys aren't taught, I don't know, things have changed, right? The dynamics of friendships, of, of relationships, of um, work environments, um everything has started to shift i have always been true a lot of people are fake and yeah and what i mean by true though is not that people are fake or that you're not fake i'm saying being true to the essence to your your calling to who you are authentically and what you want to do in life and how that seed wants to sprout forward okay so being what i'm saying is yes you could be authentic but i'm talking about that deeper essence of who you are. So this goes back to like when you were a child, what did you want to be? Who did you want to be? 
what was it that your essence was calling forth and have you stood true to that? Well, it's kind of hard, right? In a world that tells you that you have to work nine to five. So have you really, right? I wanted to be an architect. Okay. And did you become an architect? So that's the question. No. Okay. And do you still have that calling to be an architect or has that changed? Like what is the internal essence that's that's within you that's calling forth? Um, so, yeah, Riley doesn't know what she's doing. I don't see you. So, what is it that's calling forth? And those are questions. Become a mechanic for 15 years. Now I'm a food salesman. Okay. But is that what you wanted to do? Is that what's your internal? Like, are you enjoying that part of your life or is it just what you had to do because you needed to survive. And that's kind of what I'm talking about. Not necessarily being authentically true with who you are internally, but what you wanted to do, what your soul um, is calling forth. Okay. What your soul is asking for to come forth. Um, to a sense, I've always wanted to be an astronaut and explorer. I didn't get to space, but I explore Earth and um, Canadian soldier. Oh, that's awesome. Really enjoy my job. It's very free moving. I can't complain. Okay, so there you go. Now that's good. There's gratitude for what you do. Now we're at the point where it's like, what is your internal essence calling forth? And it doesn't have to be something that changes your full career, right? Some people do that. Some people let it all go. I'm the kind of person who lets it all go and reinvents myself, okay? I do that because my soul, I put my soul first. Is it scary? Hell yeah, it's scary. And in fact, this part of my life has been probably, I think, the scariest because I don't know. I don't fully know where the hell I'm headed. And I, I think that people just don't know at this point. So, um, so I think that that's it. Um, let's see what did you get on my live? So I had, I was supposed to have a guest on here, but I don't think she knows how to get on here. Oh, I need to get, I need to get a better, if you guys know, um, a better way to get guests on here and a better app that I can use, let me know because, <laughs> It has been so hard and a challenge to get people to come on here. It's very, it's, I don't know why. Um, you're watching it right now. Okay, Riley, uh, let's see. That's so weird. Try to get off, Riley, if you're on here. Share it through IG. I know, I'm sharing through Facebook Live. I should probably start just doing Instagram Live, um, Discord, and streams okay maybe one of you guys if you want to email me would be awesome spirit and brew gmail.com and then i've tried to join like found times and it says request sent but maybe it's not working okay are you on your phone okay uh, i think she has to do it on her phone Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> She's like, I'm watching you now. Okay. Get off Riley and get back on. Try. I don't know. Try it. If we don't get it today, we can do it another day. I'm so sorry. And she's in actually, um, Podbean has been dying out lately. Oh, has it? Okay. It's gotten too dark in here lately. 
So tell me what you mean by Podbean has been dying out. I'd like to know um, so that I can start shifting and changing and, you know, reconstructing. I'm always open for, you know, a reconstruction. And I think that's what Spirit and Coffee needs right now, a overhaul, something new um, and something, you know, I don't know. I'm not a podcast expert and I never have been. And I just get on here and just talk and whoever listens, like the message is there and it, if they get it, they get it. Um, is a good show. Uh, I'm no, not what shows are good. I'm asking like what platforms, <laughs> what platforms, uh, to, to use that I can transition through or two. Okay. So the, so let's get back to the, the essence in the eight chord theory, which tells you that you yourself can then start to evolve from that true core essence of who you are. How do you yourself start to blossom out into that calling, the thing that always, that potential that has always been there, the thing inside of you that has always wanted to grow and sprout? Well, we're at that time where that's possible. Um, and we're at that time where we can do that. And it's it's kind of exciting. But it does take, you know, us being brave and courageous to let go of the old narrative, which is kind of scary. It is not easy to let go of what's comfortable. It's not easy to let go of what we know works. But we can't grow. The potentiality of us cannot grow until we actually let that go. There, It, it just won't happen. It's almost like a, so if we looked at the acorn theory and we saw that we ourselves have we're like an oak tree that, you know, the the seed of potentiality to be an oak tree is always there. It's always been inside of us. But in order to make it sprout, what needs to happen? In order for us to grow, what needs to happen? How do we make that grow inside of us? The potentiality is there. Well, it does take us letting go of the things that are not watering it and serving it and allowing it to grow. And then sometimes it starts to sprout and grow, but then maybe we're in a pot that's too small and we need to grow. That's the scary part is that we start to sprout, we start to grow, then we get comfortable and, and we don't want to let go because we're afraid, oh, we've built this little tiny nest egg. Now what? If I let that go, then what's going to happen? Well, we can't grow unless we let it go. You've got to go into a bigger pot so that your full potential can spring forth. And and that's true for everyone. It's almost like a level up. I would say an expansion more than a level up. I kind of don't like talking about, I mean, I don't like saying levels because it implies that there's people beneath and above and people I think misconstrue or misuse that levels. Um, but I would say it expands. It allows us to expand and it allows us to grow roots that are deeper and it allows us to spread our roots, right? So that we can start to grow and that way we can get tall and that way we can start to sprout fruit and yield fruit. But if we don't do that, we drown out and then the fruit, we never yield the fruit within us so understanding that you know you somebody said astronaut someone said an architect someone said but how is that being played out is it something that's still inherently inside of you and is it actually um sprouting out in the way that you want 
so it's digging deeper and letting back, peeling back the layers. Riley, are you still on here? I don't know if she's still on here. <laughs> uh, which is kind of sad because I wanted Riley to get on here. She's amazing, by the way. Um, I'm in the class with her and she does like a wild woman. Um, that's her thing, wild women and, and helping women reconnect to their wild side, which I think is needed as well. So we have all of these narratives going on. Um, you know, you, you see there are almost too many narratives and nobody knows which narrative to cling on to. Um, but because nobody really knows what's going on, we have the narrative of, you know, women reclaiming their power. Um, we have the narrative of people telling women what to do with their bodies. We have other people. Oh, I see you, Riley. There you are. Okay. So I see you now. <laughs> Can you request to come on now? We have the narrative of, you know, individuals telling people what they should or shouldn't do with their bodies. Um, we, you know, and this is in America, um, not, I'm not talking about anywhere else as of now, but in the West, um, we have the narrative of, you know, um, what's next in terms of the economy, because we know the economy is failing. We have the narrative of Riley requested. Okay, let's see. Riley, there you go. I got you. Add. Boom. Okay, we're adding Riley on. And the narrative of, you know, the woman, I think, is a big, big one. Um, and I, uh, perfect timing. Hi! <laughs> oh, my God. Can you hear me? Um, I can, yeah. It's just doing, like, a weird playback thing. So that's why I was, like, trying to not really say anything. Oh, okay. So you're hearing an echo? Yeah, hearing an echo. Oh, okay. Well, why don't you just go ahead and take it over? Let me just say a few things. I was talking about the, the wild woman, as you know, um, <laughs> just going on and on and on. I'm like, let's get Riley on here or I just talk everybody's ear off, which I know how to do anyway. Um, but so what? introduce yourself you could talk about your company and then just tell us a little bit about what you're up to and where you're at okay <laughs> okay the echo's done okay so hi everybody um natalie i want to thank you for having me on i'm happy that i got connected um so Okay, it's, hmm, this is so weird, the echo is like, it just keeps going and going, so it's like hard for me to talk, um, but I'll try my best, okay, anyways, um, <laughs> do you want to, yeah, I was going to say, take your headphones um, out. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why he keeps doing that, but it's like talking while I'm trying to talk, so it's like talking over myself. Um, okay, here we go. So, um, yeah, thank you for having me on, and my name is Riley. I'm glad to finally be connected with you guys. Um, so, yeah, I live on the big island of Hawaii, or the land of the native Hawaiian people. I live on the big island. 
and I've been here for about two and a half years and I'm in the consciousness and transformation program with Natalie um so yeah right now I mainly help women um just connect with their wild and true selves through my coaching programs um I'm going to be offering human design reading soon and then I also do some energy work. So um, I do Reiki as well. Um, but those are kind of just like the healing modalities that I do. Oh, and then self-love workshops. Um, I'm just really into like anything healing and spiritual and just really like helping women. And um, if you're a woman watching now, um, just like helping you connect back to your intuitive self and like that wild part of you that maybe was tamed by society at one point or another. Um, just because, you know, I feel like for like the healing of our planet, it's super, super important for us women to really like reclaim our sovereignty over ourselves and our lives and our power. Um, Cause we kind of see like a lot of like masculine energy out in the world right now. Um, you know, it's like that fiery energy that's like, super powerful and that's just like taking over um and so it's like really important for me to like bring those energies back into balance i think we talked about that natalie at some point mm -hmm. um and i really feel like that starts with the feminine it starts with us like reclaiming who we are and like our passions and our gifts and um you know the ability to like make decisions for ourselves and like not feel guilty about that um the ability to like reclaim power over our body and what we want to do with our bodies and feeling free to express ourselves and our creativity. Um, and I also know Natalie, that's something that you've been um, kind of working with as well. Um, so yeah, like that's, that's kind of like the small tip of the iceberg, I guess, of what I do. Uh, but it's just, yeah, it's like my passion and I love, I love helping women. I love guiding women. Basically, it's like I'm guiding you, but like I'm giving you the tools to like be able to like guide yourself for the rest of your life. Because, you know, I feel like a real true healer is somebody that like gives you your power. You know, it's not somebody that's like taking your power away. Um, and that's like something else I could go into, but I'm not going to for time's sake. But, you know, like, I think we see that a lot in the spiritual community. Maybe, um, Natalie, you can comment on that. But just, like, spiritual leaders or, like, gurus kind of trying to, I think, like, take the power away from other people. And it's just, like, another kind of symptom of the system that we're working in. <laughs> um, and so, like, that's something that I really, really try to kind of bring into all of my programs is just like, for your own leader. Um, and like, you know, it's best for you every step of the way. Yeah. Um, so I hope that this is coming in clear and the echo isn't being weird. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's kind of like, yeah, just a small, small little thing of what I do. Yeah, it's no, it's coming in clear. And thank you for sharing that. And I absolutely um, do agree with you in terms of us reclaiming our power. I love how you said, you know, there's a lot of masculine energy, fire energy, um, you know, and and we do. We And it's kind of funny if you look at nature itself, even here in New Mexico, there's so much fire that everything's burning down, <laughs> you know, as within, so without. 
Now, again, it's not about, and I love it. It's not about making the masculine energy wrong. It's about saying that there needs to be a balance. And I think we women reclaiming our power, sexual power, even um, our sensual power um, is really, really critical. And I like the wild, I like the wild, <laughs> reclaiming that wild side of, of who we are, because there, there is that wild side that we haven't been able to really express, especially in the Western world. Well, in a lot of the world, actually, where women are being suppressed from that sexual energy. And I think partially, I haven't really shared on my podcast that that's really what I'm up to. And that's probably what I need to start sharing. And, and, and naturally, it is true, because that's part of where I'm at in my story. That's probably why I've been silent for you guys, because I'm like, well, what, what does that even mean for me? <laughs> so it's perfect timing. <laughs> this guy like opened up a can of worms. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. That's well, that's what you yeah, do. Yeah, and you know, I think about um, I don't know. Oh, I don't know if you guys know the book. Like, if the uh, it's called Women Who Run with Wolves. Oh yeah. Um. It's an amazing book. If I, yeah, okay. So she talks a lot about like the wild woman archetype. Um, and I, I love that book just for all of the stories and like the little pieces of wisdom that she has to share. But, you know, I think a lot of us think of like the wild woman archetype as, you know, maybe somebody that doesn't really have control over, you know, herself. And like, she's like in the woods and just like, you know, like people have used the term like wild woman as something that's not, good or like something that's like not desirable but like really for me like what a wild woman is and like what she talks about in that book is like it's just somebody that is like reconnecting with their true nature or like their authentic nature um and it's like somebody who can't be tamed by other people's opinions or society um <laughs> and so that's kind of what I really mean when I say that because I think a lot of people can be like wild woman like that sounds kind of scary or like <laughs> I don't really know if that's for me but it's really like your true essence and like what you want to take from from that right it's not like it has to look any way and like that's something that I want to say too is just like everybody's journey back to like your you know reconnecting with who you are is going to look so different and that journey is going to like yeah, it's just going to be different than any anyone else's. And I think that's something else that we get caught up in too on our journeys, right? It's like, oh, somebody else's looks that way or like they're this way on their spiritual journey. Like they're so far ahead. I'm so far behind. Like, what does that mean about me? Um, and that's something else, yeah, that I think is like really important and something that I've learned on my journey is just like, first of all, I feel like it's not linear. Um, no. It's not like about the destination either um I've definitely been somebody that's gotten caught up in like oh my god when am I going to be at the end and when am I going to um you know have it all figured out and never experience like anger or frustration anymore but what I've really realized is just like it's about kind of accepting all of those things and accepting like where I'm at right now and accepting that like I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be doing what I'm supposed to be doing at each moment. And it's like really just like that radical acceptance has helped me to transform and heal like so much. Um, and so that's something that I kind of want to offer to you guys, right? It's just 
accepting yourself for where you're at and knowing like I'm trying my best and I'm human and it's okay to experience all of these things that I'm experiencing and it's okay to you know not be on the same exact journey that somebody else is on um yeah and that's kind of like something that I wanted to talk to talk about as well um something that's kind of helped me um yeah because you know it's like a day-to-day kind of thing like sometimes you might be feeling like way more connected to who you are um and then like the next day you might feel just like really confused (laughs) and chaotic um and like but in that chaos right that's where like the transformation and the growth happens so yeah I don't know like the journey is like just like a really beautiful experience but something that I know for myself and like something that I really like to teach others is just like just loving the journey and just like loving yourself and just really accepting that yeah you're a human and there's nothing wrong with that um and like all of the things that come with that you know and just appreciating that we are like consciousness in a human form right like we're just we're getting to like experience being a human and that's actually pretty magical um I think some of us are like trying to get away from being a human and I've done that before I'm like oh no way and I think that causes us to like leave our bodies and become like um disconnected from our bodies and not want to be with our bodies and so I feel like the more we can accept like our humanness and like our bodies and like they're really like this vehicle for exploring our world in a new way in our universe um then that's I feel like when we can become just more comfortable and like more embodied in who we are and in our true self yeah I I absolutely I like that radical acceptance (laughs) I'm gonna start using that just radically accept it (laughs) all of it (laughs) the good the bad the ugly the everything um and and i agree with you in the radical acceptance and i think um people um when they are doing that accepting themselves like you said they'll start to honor their own journey and that's you know part of what i say everybody has their own journey their own practices their own perceptions um and and they get to honor that individually right their journey and how and it doesn't need to look like anybody else's and i think part of the the consciousness piece and this is kind of what i want to change the narrative in some ways is that i don't believe in consciousness as a linear either and i don't think there are lines i think that there's expansions and contractions within consciousness and i think we expand sometimes and sometimes we contract and there's certain domains of our lives where we're more maybe evolved and we're more expanded and others where we're more contracted and and how do we start to honor those you know expansions and contractions rather than saying you know i'm just below this person or you're comparing yourself to these levels of of individuals where everybody has their own journey and there's own like other people have different the way i see it is they have other ways of of expressing their consciousness and they're more evolved in other parts of their life where some people may not be and so there's all these different layers and i think that that needs to be honored as well right that there's all these different levels that need to be honored um so but i love that you said that's true i don't want to be human a lot of times <laughs> it is not easy being human <laughs> it is not easy to to operate this meat I- suit not at all not even a little bit 
that's I know. It's really not. I totally get that. And like especially when I'm in my emotional state, like or I'm like riding my emotional wave. Um yeah, I'm just kind of like, oh, being a human is so hard and like I think a part of being a human too is like suffering sometimes. And what I've really had to learn is just like sometimes it's just like we just like for me specifically I'm like I just have to like lean into that discomfort and like that suffering instead of running away from it. And that's really something that I found has been a lot easier to work with when I've just accepted where I'm at. Like most of the time I'm like no, I want to get away from this experience. I don't want to feel this way. I only want to feel good whatever that means and like happy and peaceful um because you know when we're younger we get rewarded for like being happy um especially you know us women we're like rewarded for just being like the nice girl that does what everybody wants her to do and you know doesn't talk back or isn't bossy um when she's just like really trying to be a leader <laughs> so yeah it can be you know hard to um <laughs> Yeah, right? Like, it can be hard to, um, you know, tune into, like, our emotions and like, tune into our experience and really just, um, you know, accept where we are and be like, you know what, like, even though this isn't exactly, like, what I thought I would be feeling or, like, what I wanted to be feeling in this moment, like, I can still accept where I'm at right now. And... I found like when I'm able to just accept where I'm at and just like accept that, wow, I am a human in this experience and maybe I'm feeling like angry right now and that's okay. And maybe I'm feeling bad. Then it's like so much easier for me to like move through that and like transmute it rather than like me fighting it. And you know, like everybody says like what you resist persists. Like uh-huh. everybody says that, yeah. but it is true though. <laughs> um, like the more that we resist who we are, like our true selves it's like we're just like fighting who we are and that's why there's so much tension within us um and that's why like I just feel like there's like so much tension in our world because it's like our inner worlds reflect our outer world and you know we see so many people just like fighting with one another and like not wanting to like see things for how they are and just like so much chaos in the world um and I could go off on another tangent with that you know, healing really starts with our, each and every one of us in like our inner world. And the more that we're denying who we really are, and we're not accepting ourselves, like, we're not going to be able to accept each other. And we're not going to be able to accept like our reality. And it's just, I just see it really coming from like the source or like the roots of who we are. Like, that's why this is really my passion is like, helping others to like, reclaim their true selves and like really accept yourself because the more like you accept and you love yourself and you honor yourself the more you're going to be able to do that for other people um and you know I feel like when we're really able to do that you know we can have like these amazing conversations where you know maybe we can actually sit down with people that we once disliked Uh. or you know (laughs) even hated and listen to their perspective or like have empathy for them or be able to like hear a different side of the story and when we're able to do that like I just feel like healing and you know being able to just look at different perspectives and maybe solve some of these problems that are going on in this wild and crazy world (laughs) um it will be a little bit more accessible because right now we're I feel like we're just going around in so many circles and nobody, you know, I think I, I talked with, um, I saw you were watching Pam, but I think um, 
Pam and I, you know, we kind of talked about this. It's just like nobody wants to go to really like the roots of um, any of the issues. It's just like people want to go to the surface. And I think it's because we're not willing to individually like look at our shadows. Um, and so collectively, we're not willing to look at like our shadows or the things that we don't like about ourselves as well. Yeah, so, it's like, you know, I think I'm really going back to self-love here again. <laughs> oh, um, I'll just put up. Um, but yeah, like just self-love again, self-love and acceptance, super important. Super important and super not easy to do either. It becomes a journey and it's really takes a lot of um, courage, strength, right? And and will to, to do it. Um, and it is scary, but I like, I feel that like the whole pandemic everything we've been through in these past couple of years has sort of illuminated the shadow right it's kind of put a light in the shadow areas where it's like well you're gonna have to look at it regardless and you know i always said it's a spiritual you know kind of a spiritual battle that we we get to sort of look at that and peel back the layers and look at ourselves and understand who we are and what we want and what we desire and how we are going to move forward um what I do see happening and, and what I do love and hi Pam, <laughs> I'm glad she's on here, is that women, I feel, and, and I know we're all working with women, but I feel that us women are the ones, we're the, the true healers right now of, of this um, narrative because we've been silenced for too long. You know, we've been, or they're still trying to force us into their agendas um, trying to tell us what to do with our bodies, trying to say what they think is right for us. We know what's right for us. It's our body. It's our experience. And, and I think women, um, I think there's a fear of women reclaiming their power. I think there's a fear of what would happen if we were to actually band together. And I see that starting to happen, which is such a beautiful, to me, it's such a beautiful thing where I see these powerful women and we're coming together and we're looking at our worth. We're, we really are doing a deep dive. We do have a lot of individuals, especially in our program, where we see all women, mostly, mostly. Let's just say that 98% of the, of the people in our course, is, they're women. We're looking at ourselves and we're saying, how do we love ourselves?" And what I love is that none of us feel like we're competing with each other. We're actually loving each other and we're we're recognizing the gifts that we all bring and that we don't your gifts are different from my gifts and and but we all bring it together and we're sort of banning together again we used to have these great um they called them covens right they called us witches whatever they called us our whole life and and they made us wrong for having that sisterhood that deep deep sisterhood of that collaborative effort of self-love and self-care and that wild woman and the you know warrior woman and whatever it is that came out but i see it starting to to sort of um come together i see that you know us women like there's pam pam's been on here you jacqueline you know all of these individuals within our even lucy all of these women and I think we just honor each other's gifts, but it's because we're look, working on our own self-love. Like that's the big, that's the big thing is you love yourself. And when you love yourself, you don't feel threatened by other people, but they banned us against each other, right? To, to be jealous of each other, to be hurtful to one another, to fight over, I don't even know, 
fight over what <laughs> we're like sisters and we, if we come together and collaborate and communicate and love each other and nurture each other i mean i just feel like we can we can cultivate a space of healing i don't know that everything's gonna get healed but at least we can hold that vessel of healing you know together and that's kind of what I want to create, you know, and, and I know that's what you want to create. And I know that's what Pam wants to create. And I think it's awesome um, that you're doing this work. And, um, and I love your perspective, right? Some of the things like lean into it, like some of the words that you're, you're, your language is a little different than mine, lean into it or be radically, you know, accepting of it and stuff like that. And, and I think that that's beautiful. That's why I want other people to get on here and talk because my language is different from yours, the way that I articulate or the way I talk about it, right? So give other perspectives. Um, so, so tell, so what is next for you in turn? I know you, you have your business and you're, you're growing that. What is next for you? You're going to get your masters and then what, what do you potentially see coming from all of this? What is like your, not end game, but what is it that you wanted yeah. to blossom into? Yeah, definitely. Thank you for asking me that. And thank you for your reflections as well. Um, I just, I love what you said about like, you know, the life got in from um, COVID and I feel like it's really when the light gets in that we can like heal that wound too. Um, so yeah, that was, I love that. Um, so what's next for me? Um, yeah. So I, you know, I started my business this past September um, and I, I do my one-on-one -on -one coaching programs and then I do my group coaching program, which I'm starting this July. So July 12th, I start that. And I'm really excited because I'm opening it up for women, right? So you were saying like groups of women. Mm -hmm. To me, it's just like this sacred circle of a bunch of amazing women. And the cool thing is like I'm facilitating it, but I really like to advocate for like circular leadership. So it's like everybody has very unique perspective. And like everybody, you know, has the opportunity to like weigh in on like what somebody is saying and like, you know, share their wisdom instead of it being like a top down thing where like I'm in charge and like I'm the only one that can, you know, share. Right. It's like everybody gets that experience. Um, and I think that's really cool. Right. Because that is another example of right giving the power back to people and really showing women that, you know, we are creative and capable. Um, and so, yeah, I'm going to keep doing that. Um, and I really feel like I see myself, um, you know, just kind of going more into like group coaching. Cause I really do love like holding space for groups. That's just kind of something that calls to me, but you know, I have my business and like, I don't really see my business as like just this, like a business, right. I see it as like another living entity. So like we talk and like she shares wisdom with me and so, you know, I have my own plans, but at the same time, it's kind of like, she'll also tell me, oh, this is what we, we could do next. I have this idea, right? So, you know, for me, I would love to write a book at some point in time about the wild woman. Um, and I would love to hold retreats, especially like self-love retreats. That's been something I've always wanted to do. Um, and I love connecting with people in person, um, to you. So a lot of the offerings I do right now are online. And so I'd love to be able to like have, um, 
you know, more of like an in-person space, um, just because I, you know, I love the feel of the in-person energy. I think online is great because you can just communicate and connect with so many people, but it is a different energy for me. Um, so yeah, I kind of see that for myself. Um, and then I'm going to be starting to do human design readings. So I've been like obsessed with human design lately. If anybody knows what that is. Um, and I kind of want to do some coaching around that as well, because human design has really helped to like liberate and empower me to really trust myself and my instincts. And so of course I want to share that with others and help them to do the same. Um, I have my podcast as well, and Natalie, I think we've talked about this, but I'd love to have you on as a guest, so sure. I want to sure. keep going with that, see see where that goes, sure. and then who knows, um, you know, I'm coming up to my Saturn return soon in my life, so who knows if that will, like, blow me out of the water, um, but I think I want to do some traveling with that, and, and just kind of be open and see see what's next for me. I love that. Yeah, I think that and something that I've the retreat thing, all that stuff. I just there's potential for collaboration. I know it. Um, it becomes a challenge, but um, absolutely love that you um, you have all modalities to work with individuals. Right. You're willing to just be flexible and open and, and work with individuals um, in in many ways. And so. Um, but I do, I do feel, um, I mean, we're in this really challenging time. We all know that, but I do have hope for our species, um, because of our program and because of the people that are willing to do this work and willing to invite people into the space. And I think that, you know, one thing that I love about all of us that I know holds true and which I love, and this is why I know things are shifting, is that we are not trying to tell people how to be or what to be. We're trying to lead people to their own self, right? To, to lead them back home, which is to themselves, lead them home to themselves. And I think that that's, I've said it many times on my podcast since I've started don't listen to me. I don't know anything. You know you better than you. And that internal voice, it's trusting, right? Being able to trust the internal voice, being able to trust yourself with what, you know, what you're going to do next or what that voice is telling you to do. Um, teaching people to trust themselves, to love themselves, to nurture themselves, to, to wholeheartedly accept themselves. So, you know, I think that that's beautiful and that's why I can see the shift is is taking shape because it is not about us coming in here and saying, oh, I have the perfect way. No, I don't have the perfect way. You have the perfect way, but I can remind you that you do and I can support you and then lead up to the practices that work for those individuals. And I think we're all in some form and fashion. That's how we are supporting these individuals. And that's what I love because I refuse to follow people who say, this is the only way. It's not true. There's many ways. And my way is going to look different than your way or Pam's way or anybody's way or, um, Andrea Christ, who's on here. <laughs> God bless you as well. Um, good morning to you. 
Um, you know, so we all have our own way. And a lot of what I was talking about, I think before you were on here was, you know, looking at James Hillman, which I think I'm starting to lean into his work more than anybody's. I kind of like the way he, I don't know, there's something about his work that feels, you know me, I'm always a fighter. I'm like, I don't agree with any of it. <laughs> you know the way I am. I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I agree with yeah. his model. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, nah, I don't. Yeah, this, I, actually, I, I love that about you, Natalie. <laughs> I always do that. Like in the comments section in our program, you would always be like, ah, uh, I actually don't like what this person said. And that actually really inspired me because I was like, I feel like at that time I wasn't really thinking for myself. I was just like, okay, I like what this person has to say. But I didn't really think about, oh, maybe I actually don't align with that. But you would always come into the comments and be like, no, I actually, I did not align with that at all. Like, I think this way. And I'm like, oh, my God, I love that. Like, go Natalie. So you inspired me so much, honestly, doing that. So thank you. You're welcome. I just, I just, I've always been, I'm the wild woman. I don't, you know what I mean? I'm like, no, that's not it. And, and there's a lot of reason why I can say this is why, but I think James Hillman, honestly, um, there's a couple of people that I do kind of follow and do agree with on their works, but still feel like it's not a hundred percent. I mean, you can't a hundred percent map out consciousness because it's going to be different within each individual. Right. And so it's really hard to say, well, this is it. And that's what makes it so dynamic and really hard for the sciences to peg down consciousness in general because it's it your map is going to be different than mine is going to be different than pam's is going to be different than the people on here when they map out their souls code it's going to look different for everybody because we all have our own unique journey makes it really difficult but when we are teaching individuals this is the way da 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 da, da i get frustrated because i'm like no i don't agree it doesn't align and that's that it just doesn't and here's but there are there are pieces that align and i think that james hillman um with the acorn theory is kind of what i'm looking into because i i, I sort of agree that it aligns more specifically with alchemy which is what this podcast is spiritual alchemy right where we're looking at natural law and the evolution or the um i don't want to say the evolution the expansion of nature and how it operates Right. So we have like living systems, I think, with the acorn theory. And I think those two together could give us a um, a more holistic approach to how to approach our life. So it's just to me, I mean, it's like we have the potential within us. It's always been there. And where do we find it and how do we tap into it? And I think that like all of us doing this work are it's really it's it's very awe-inspiring right and it's beautiful and it's amazing to see so many beautiful women who are being courageous and and giving and dedicating their life to this work i mean it's it's a powerful thing really honestly and and i think the more that us women do this more women are going to jump on board and and it's not going to be a competition mm -hmm. it's going to be a sisterhood right and that's what's missing right now the sisterhood is really missing mm -hmm. we our connection our heart you know what i mean there's no competition 
um, it's a collaborative of effort. It's a collaborative effort. And it's going to take, you've heard it in our classes, it's going to take a whole lot of us. It's not just a one person thing. This is a job for like uh, 80%, 70 or what is the percentage? It takes about 60% or something. About 60% of the population needs to get on board so that we can start to move over. <laughs> we need to spread, <laughs> spread yeah. out. Um, anyway. Yeah. I yeah. And I do see it spreading. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I think it just takes time, you know? Um, but like, even what you were saying too, um, you know, I even see that with, you know, as I've started to like really come into my truth and authenticity and like share my work and my passions, because at one point in time, I was like afraid to do so because I thought I was going to be labeled like the outcast. Um, and, you know, I was kind of like the black sheep of my family or my community. And, you know, I feel like it's this wound with a lot of us, right? Like, you know, maybe in past lives, we were like burned at the stake or, you know, we were told to like close our mouths or like, you know, we just suffered in some way. And it's like this big wound that I think a lot of us carry in this life now, you know, it's like you believe reincarnation and all of that, um, which I do, but. I definitely feel like it's like a wound that I have and like a lot of women have and you know we women have also just suffered a lot um over like so many years and so there's just a big wound but like you were saying like with where there's the wound there's healing and so like that's why I really feel like you know we women have been there we're like in the wound and we can see like we can see like the darkness which I think is great and we can kind of transmute that and like welcome it in and like heal that darkness and when we start to do that individually it affects so many people and then it's just like because you know like we're all connected that's how I see it, right it's just like one sort of like consciousness or like universal truth in multiple I guess people are like we believe that we're separate right it's like the illusion of being separate um and as I started to like open up and do my work, I've had so many people reach out to me and just be like, oh my gosh, I love what you have to share. Like, I feel the same way. And like, it's just been really cool and really liberating because, you know, it's like, it's a lot of women, right? Reaching out, but there's also men. And so I see some men too being like, you know, I'm really interested in this too. Or like, you know, how can I kind of like start on the path of where you're going? Um, and it's just like people like that I never even thought would ever, I don't know, be like interested in like this sort of thing. So it's just, it's really cool because I see it, right? It's like slowly kind of like awakening in each person. Um, and I think as we continue to do the work and even be more vocal about um, who we are, like truly, and just share, um, you know, our unique passions, like even what we're doing now, right? Like, we're just, we're putting it out there into the universe. And even if people don't accept it or understand it right away, like I feel like it still in a way affects them. And maybe later on, you know, they might wake up to it and be like, whoa, you know, this is me. <laughs> um, and so, right, that's like so interesting to think about. Uh, like even if we don't think anybody's listening or like they don't really hear what we have to say, it's like in a way I feel like subconsciously they do. Um, and there might be that small part of them that's within that is like, oh my gosh, yes, this is me. And it's slowly starting the process of like awakening. Yep. So. Yeah, we're planting those seeds. Yeah, yeah see, Pam, that's exactly. Really 
That's exactly what I was going to say. We're planting seeds. See, Pam just took it right out of my mouth. <laughs> yes, we're planting seeds. And, you know, they hopefully people will water them and grow them and cultivate them. And, and I do see that when we heal, that men will come on board. And that's part of it is that no nobody gets left behind. This is not a, a gender thing. This is not a man versus woman. You know, people hear masculine and feminine. They take it all wrong, you know. They, so it's educating them about what does that even mean? We all hold that potential within us, the masculine and feminine. Um, but right now, the world, I believe, is is seeking that sacred feminine, that kindness, that gentleness, that sensuality, that reconnection to intimacy, the love, the care, you know, we're all talking about war and this and that. And I'm like, where's the love and the care and the sensuality and the pleasure and, and the beauty and the kindness and the grace and all these things that are, that are, that, you know, and I'm reconnecting to myself, which is a big thing. And, and, you know, thank you for that. I think you, um, I think through this conversation, because I've been really kind of out of spirit and coffee, I've kind of been back and forth and, for four years, I, I've done it consistently, like every single day, Monday through Friday, right? And and then all of a sudden, the pandemic happened, I was doing it, and then I just stopped. And it's because I myself am in this whirlwind of crazy where I'm going, well, who really am I? You know, again, you know, it's again and again and again, it's a never ending thing, where I'm starting to reconnect to that sensuality. And that peace is not 100% always accepted by society and and it's shamed and all that kind of stuff and so i think that i've been trying to figure it out for myself and i'm working with the energy right now right the the energy itself and i'm trying to figure it you know you read all my stuff you read all my papers all my papers in, in human development so you know what i'm talking about and you know it's it's really tapping into that and yeah. and and then being able to talk about it and i'm getting better at articulating at communicating at um being being in love with a with an individual and telling them that i love them and not be and not caring if they love me back or not but being able to express it and feel good about being able to express my love just unapologetically and just this is what it is and here it is and here i am and that's that and it doesn't matter because I love myself so much. It doesn't matter if it's not reciprocated, right, by anybody. But understanding that love and 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 understanding how to nurture and myself and and take time out for myself and love myself and and take breaks when I need to and all these things I've never done. That it's this new territory, but we're in life are doing that. We're just constantly like drill sergeants. Do this, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. There's more, 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 more. And where's the grace? Where's the pause? Where's the nurturing? Where's the caring? Where's the sensuality? And if people aren't giving that to you, give it to yourself. But I'm learning to give it to myself. And now in response to that, I'm able to give it to others in a way that I never have, which is pretty powerful. It's powerful because it's healing, you know, and these men they're not connect. They're even fa more far removed from that than women are, and that's a sad thing. And I think if these men, I just think, man, if we went and hugged, and people would be like, ah, but if we went, okay, I'm gonna put it out there. If we went and we just like 
gave President Trump this big old hug and broke him down to his essence, you know, he probably wouldn't be such a jerk. I'm not saying that it would take, you know, Mm -hmm. but it would take a lot of nurturing and care. But I'm sure he's so far removed from that, that to him, it's not even a thing. But he's dying. He doesn't even realize he's dying inside. You could tell. Look at him. He doesn't look healthy. (laughs) He just doesn't. Right. But Mm -hmm. we see and we see these men that are just far removed from it. And for me, that's where my grace comes in. That's where my forgiveness, my compassion and all that comes in, because I'm like, wow. They don't know what it's like. They don't understand what it's like to actually be sensual and to to have grace and to have kindness. And and that's just not there because they wouldn't behave that way if they did. It just, there's no way. That's not what, that's not the result that's yielded from that energy, you know? So, so I just think it's awesome. I think, um, you know, thank you for, um, for just, I mean, putting it out there, it's timely. So now that's what I'll be talking about, right? Is that sexuality, sensuality, what does it mean to people? <laughs> I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah. I love that. <laughs> okay, podcast people. I'm glad I brought that in then. Yes, of course, always. Um, and what I'm thinking, which would be really kind of cool, actually, and, and maybe if Pat, since Pat is on here, is maybe um, I can record a, a Zoom um, podcast and put it out there. Um, you know, I was thinking about doing that kind yeah. of thing. You know, I think there's an, an evolution that needs to happen with spirit and coffee for sure. It needs to grow in a different way. Um, but I would love to do that. Talk about that sensuality, sexuality, you know, bringing in the different perspectives and, and, and talking about what does it mean to reconnect to that pleasure for women that we are not able to talk about. I mean, now we have, like there's a Netflix show called Principles of Pleasure. They're trying to remap out what women, like we get to reclaim that sexual power like that's been taken from us. And it's it's important. Oh yeah. And it's needed. Mm-hmm. So much. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's so needed, yeah. And too, like I feel like, you know, pleasure, it's like, it's pretty much like everything, right? To me, like our sexual energy or like, it's like that sacred energy is just like our vitality. It's like our life force energy. It's our creativity. And so like when we don't have that, it's just like we're drained of that life force and we're like not connected to just like really all of all of life, I feel like, you know. Um, and so like that's how I really see it. And it's too, it's just like connecting to what brings us pleasure like every single day. And that could look so differently, right? It could um, you know, obviously you look like pleasure, you know, sexual pleasure. Um, but it could also just look like, you know, reading a book or like eating a piece of chocolate or like going to the ocean, like just, you know, tapping into that pleasure. Um, and as well as like tapping into our joy, like that's something that I feel like they go hand in hand. And I've been really trying to like lean into that too because kind of like you Natalie I feel like I've always been more of like a drill sergeant (laughs) and somebody who's just like really really disciplined and like in more of my masculine and like no you know we don't have time for rest we don't have time for like relaxation and I really feel like that's with the feminine she's like honoring her creativity um you know she's just like taking her time she's going with uh, the cycles of her life and connecting with the cycles of the natural world and sometimes that means that we're in that 
rest period of winter. But like our society is so focused on production and like always in that action, like summer phase that, you know, we never get to experience our winter, but there's truly beauty and just, you know, with winter also comes reflection. And that's also a time where I feel like, you know, we can explore different dimensions of us when we're really tapping into that pleasure and that joy. And like, we enjoy our lives so much more. I feel like, like, I don't think we were just created or like put on this earth to just be producing and just going all the time. Like we're meant to just enjoy who we are and enjoy the magic in every single moment and give ourselves that grace, like you were saying. And I definitely agree with what you were saying about, you know, men in our lives. And there's this amazing documentary. It's like called The Mask You Wear. And it's about how men are raised. And, you know, they're raised not to be able to show really any emotion and everything's like a competition. And you've got to, you know, be a, I mean, you see competition with women too, but, you know, you have to be tough. And so for them, it's almost like putting up that wall. Um, And I do see this breaking down a little bit, but, you know, I even see this with some of the men in my life. Like, they're just so closed off from, like, who they actually are. And, like, to me, that is, it's just, I felt like this within me, you know, like I've been closed off from like my emotions, my truth, because I felt bad about this part of myself. And I just, you know, the experience isn't as rich. It's just like, you're not your full self. And so, you know, my heart goes out for you, for men like that, right? Because they're just suffering like the rest of us. Um, Big time. And like you were saying too, you know, if we just like gave them a hug like you're saying with Trump and like got him down to his true essence yeah like I guarantee he would not be like he is no right now like I I really guarantee that like his true essence isn't what he projects to the world no at all and so yeah you can just see that with so many of our world leaders too just like the hurt that is going on in our world yeah it's taken over um, and I think it's important that we don't leave the men behind and that we, we honor and love them and show them love that they've never felt before. Um, that's kind of where I'm at. Unconditional love, you know, and let them know and let them reclaim that and let them feel it, you know. And that's why I'm like, I'm just going to be unapologetically saying it and feeling it and whatever and for uh, for you know the receiving end for them to receive it being something that maybe they've never experienced before so um I think it's critical I think it's important and you know it's it's a practice and it's vulnerable but it's also um because I know who I am and I love myself enough it doesn't matter if it's received or not received but in some form, it's going to be received. There's some change that's happening regardless. And that's how I feel about it. So um, pretty powerful stuff. So um, we have to conclude. I've been on here for quite, I used to be on here. We're like, well, it's because we got off to a rocky start, but I think you had a, you had a good run. Um, We could do it again. Yeah. And then, you know, Pam, you're always welcome. Like, you know, we can do impromptus. We can do a three, a three, a threesome <laughs> we do a threesome on here <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> i think Bam could be added on oh, here yeah. sometime too if you ever want to we can we can um all come on together and do a live we could do it on instagram we don't have to just do it on here i'm open for whatever actually i just um i love you guys very much i'm very um 
proud um, and just honor you um, for all that you are and all the work that you're doing. Um, and if you just want to tell people where they can find you, um, and then we will end. Um, so you can find R Riley at. Um, so you can find me on Instagram. It's at Riley underscore wild woman healing. And then you can find me on Facebook, either Riley Hedberg or wild woman healing. And then I also have a website with all of my offerings and you can connect with me there, which is wildwomanhealing.light. Wildwomanhealing.light? Um, life. L-I-F-E. Okay. Wildwomanhealing.life. You can find Riley there. Um, and she does a, a bunch of different yes. things and you can go see what she has to offer. <laughs> um, so thank you, Riley, for showing yes, up. I'm glad you finally were able to get on here. Um, and we will have you on again, of course, because that would be great. Um, Pam, you're, again, you're always welcome. We're welcome to do whatever. This is, this is has no structure. <laughs> this is just go with the flow. <laughs> and whatever comes out, comes out. I love it. I love the, I so, love the authenticity. Yeah. I know. Um, thank you for having me, Natalie. It's been so fun. Yay, I'm glad you this came. Has been awesome. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, you guys have a fantastical, yeah. magical, magnificent, marvelous, miraculous, meaningful Monday. And of course, I will be seeing you tomorrow. I guess I'll be talking about sexual energy tomorrow. So there you go. Yay for me. Yay. <laughs> oh, for that. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll see you guys. Have a good day. Bye bye.